0: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
1: This is the back row of Cincinnati Bengals show, all brought to you by fansighted.com. Head on over there, read some blogs about your AFC champion. It's Super Bowl runner up, Cincinnati Bengals, on a sad, sad Tuesday. I regret to inform you, you probably already heard, but I regret to inform you that the Bengals have lost. Twenty three twenty to the Los Angeles Rams, and here to break down the grievance, the sadness, the absolute disappointment <laughs> is, of course, m- one of my greatest friends, Strawberry <laughs> Eyes Jeff Tranel. Jeff, bring us okay. your sports view from a West Side point of view. I'm
0: depressed now. Listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, uh, yeah, it it's I'm getting to the point where I'm. Getting beyond being depressed, and I'm looking forward to the future. And I'm trying to look back on what a great season that we had. And yes, if this happens or that happened, yada yada, you know, we could have won the Super Bowl. It's depressing, but the future is so bright with this team. And I just said this on my show: we fixed this offensive line. The sky's the limit, dude. The sky is the limit with with Jackpot, Joey Burrow, Chase, T. Higgins, Mixon. This defense, we got, and the thing is, we need not talk about this on my show. We got Joseph Osai coming back next year. Yep. We didn't even hit on that. Huge. So, yep. Yeah. So the future is so bright mm-hmm. on, on, with this team. So that's what I'm trying to, you know, it's Tuesday. We're a couple days past it. Trying to look forward. We got free agency coming up March 15th. I can't wait. I'm going to find out who we're going to sign. Mm-hmm. See what's going on. So yep. I'm trying to look at the brighter side of life, Josh.
1: Yeah. You know what? Let's start out with the, the brightest side of life before we get really dark and disturbed. Uh, so let's 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 start out with, with the fun things. Let's start out with some free agency talk. And like you said, Joseph Osai coming back. That's going to be a huge perk to this defense that already has a very, very scary pass rush. I mean, Joseph mm-hmm. Osai looks like he's got a motor that does not quit. I'm so excited to see how he's like when he is back. Then also on top of that, we have the main core, pretty much the main part of this entire defense is coming back. We think, you know, and again, you we Jeff, you and I have talked about this. We think that you attack your offensive line of free agency and you're going to attack um you're gonna attack your uh defense on the on the draft. we say, yeah, yeah, on your secondary. And let's go mm-hmm. ahead and let's go get a cornerback and hopefully again keep Kobe Bryant here. We've got to say what's up to Crypt Keeper and Haas Hoskins for jumping in. What's up, and boys?
0: If, Long time no see. <laughs>
1: if you're watching on Twitter, that is great. I appreciate that. But if you want to get involved and send some comments. Talk a little bit, agree with us, all of the sort of thing. You gotta head over to the YouTube channel, which is the same exact name as uh, the Twitter page. So just do the back or the back row Cincinnati Bengals show. Hop on over there and uh, comment on and you know get involved. But anyway, Jeff, let's 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 get involved with again these free agency that we keep talking about here. Obviously, the biggest part that we have to address is the offensive line, and you and I have kind of talked about it a little bit. I I want to address that center and that tackle position. You want to go for the entire right side of the line. Jeff I want you to talk about where do you think where do you see this free agency
0: going? Well, like I said, I'm hoping March 15th I hope I've I've glanced at the free agents. I don't I haven't written down, but I know there's multiple guards out there that PFF has very high rankings on them. I didn't see a lot of tackles but like I said, I haven't really got to, to look at every single thing yet as much as I would at this time. Normally, because normally we've been looking at this from since December. <laughs> but right, yeah, we're right. in a Super Bowl, so we haven't got a chance to do that yet. So, exactly. yeah, I, I am more of I would like to get a guard and a tackle, either right or left. Because if you get a left tackle, like I say, you can move Jonah over to right. I'm really hoping the kid, from, the center from Iowa, is going to be there. Long shot. We'll see what happens. But either way, I would like going into the draft. I want the right side fixed And if he signed Riley Reef, I'm okay with that too because I think he did a, a really a really stand up good job for us this year. Again, I would almost prefer a younger guy so an established guy that okay, right side, this this guy is going to be our right tackle for next 5 years or whatever. I, that's and Riley Reef, God love him, he's only got maybe another year or two, you know, to play mm-hmm. now Whitworth is 40 years old. He kept playing, so that doesn't, you know, let's not make the same mistake <laughs> that we did. If Riley Reef is still good, you know, go sign him. You know, yeah. and I'm fine with that. So you re Reef. You get get the a, um, a right guard. And like we talked about before, we both are in agreement that Jax Carmen, I think, and we think can be a, a good service of guard for us in the future. I'm not willing sure. to say, mark it down, he's our starting right guard next year. Two or three years down the line, maybe. But I want mm-hmm. that right side fixed, and I would like, like I said, a center would be nice, but I'm not totally against Trey Hopkins coming back again. But if we can get in our yep. center, that would be fine too. But I really think we need a right guard and a right tackle. And yeah, then,
1: something's good. Yep. Oh, I was
0: just going to say, Dave, some something's
1: got to change, obviously. I mean, obviously when you watch in the game and through the postseason where the offensive lines play significantly got worse. I mean, obviously 9 sacks against Tennessee, and then obviously here, five sacks That's in the it. Super Bowl. <laughs> absolutely, or seven. Seven. Was, yeah. seven, <laughs> no. seven. bad, bad. Uh-huh. And um, it's just, it's just, it's just unacceptable. It's, it's, it's hindered this offense. Now that being said, again, this, this offense has hindered itself just by imploding both even in, you know, within Joe Burrow and within the receivers as well. So it's not just the offensive line. Joe Burrow makes has made some mistakes too. And that's something that I've yet to really hear yet. I mean, Joe Burrow had a good game. He did not play that he sh- should have. Honestly, actually, honestly, Joe had a pretty average to below average game in the Super Bowl, and especially when it started. It, it was really – and that was shocking that he played it, – it was his worst PFF-graded game that he's had all season. He plays
0: it in the Super Bowl. That's something that I did not see coming. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Joe, Joe got off to a bad start. I mean, my son Prince Ice pointed that out when we, when we started – when the game started that he was a little off. He got. I, th- I think he got more comfortable. I won't say got better. He got more comfortable as the game went on, but the problem is, and I hate keep saying the same thing, but when you only give up one sack in the first half and then you give up what six in the second half,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know your accuracy is, is is going to be under pressure. Being under pressure, it's going to affect your accuracy. It's it's going to It has to. I mean, it it it, it just is what it is. So, do I put this? On Joe, no, but Joe could have played better. Yes, Joe even said he could have played yep. better. He should have played better. So, is the loss on Joe? No. Could have Joe played better? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that.
1: And if you and I kind of talked about on your show. When you talk about this game specifically, you don't necessarily point to one specific instance. Right. You point to, I mean, in this game, I, I could point to about five or six of them. One that. We didn't really bring another one, so we didn't really bring up Joe Burrow's play that much on your podcast. Another one we didn't bring up was that horrendous, horrendous officiating down the stretch, which was horrible. Again, I am a guy I don't like to blame officiating. I think it's just just a part of the game. It just is what it is. That holding call on Logan Wilson has got to be one of the most laughable, disgusting, horrible calls made in a Super Bowl. Terrible. Terrible. I mean, the thing, I,
0: I mean, is, the thing is, Josh, T. Higgins, how do you call and, that? And, uh, well, the thing is, T., they were letting him play. T. Higgins in the first half, let's be honest, the touchdown he got, he face masked the hell out of Ramsey. He did. Sure. They yeah. let it go. You wait till the last minute and a half of the game to start throwing flags. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate that because it's like, all right, the players are like, okay, this is how you're going to call it. Okay, cool. You're going to let us play. Fine. But you're going to do it all up to the last minute and a half? The consistency, yeah, no, but yeah. It, it, all they, all they want is consistency. consistency. If, if that's the way you're going to call it, call it that way to the end of the game. Now, yep. the 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 flag on Eli Apple was a flag. I agree with mm-hmm. that one. But if Logan Wilson, they don't call that flag. It's fourth and six. It made it a first and goal. <laughs> fourth and six. Yeah, that's fair, a huge call. With, no, it's
1: it was it was it was it was the call because you felt as if. This defense was gonna make a stand, like you right. felt that. And they then did, obviously and the they, they, they did <laughs> right. it's, it's because here was here was the thing with that. I mean, Louis Ru the the now to be fair, you can look in that entire drive, that entire defensive drive. It's a 15-play drive where obviously the Bengals did not put nearly enough pressure on Cooper right. Cup as they did. The the Rams went to him eight times, mm-hmm. eight times on that on that drive. And it's almost like Louie and Room was like, all right, we're gonna play until you get inside the 20 and we're gonna stop you. And that has worked for the Bengals. That being said, how do you not? How do you not take away Cooper Cup and force them to either run the ball or go somewhere else where OBJ isn't even playing? Mm-hmm. He tore his ACL. There was it was not set up better for the Bengals to capitalize on. We talked about it. What is one thing that the Bengals are going to have to do? It is going to have to be take away the Rams' best guy. Their mm-hmm. best guy was Cooper Cup, and they went to perform eight for eight on the final drive
0: that beat the Bengals. And the thing is, is, is Lou did that in the Kansas City game. He they took away Travis Kelsey. They it, it took away took away Tyreek Hill. They didn't do anything in the second half. I mean, Cooper Cup. And they were like going to go to him no matter what. And like I said, I give all the credit in the world to Lou, Lou and the room on that defense. If it wasn't for that defense, we would, would have been anywhere close to the Super Bowl. But you got to double team Cooper cup. You got to make somebody else on that D, on that offense beat you. And if it does, then it does. You cannot let Cooper cup beat you in two things. Cheetah Bay at least should have been on him. Yeah. Then you should have double teamed him. You got to double team him and, and. The other thing is, too, is we got, like, no pressure whatsoever in that second half on, on Stanford. And that's where next year we're getting Joseph Osai. I think it's going to help. And it's going to take some pressure off Sam Hubbard. We're going to take some pressure off uh, Trey Hendrickson. It, it just giving another rotational guy in there. So that's going to help. But that's where it comes down to the end. Like, in the Kansas City game, we shut them down so much. It's, it's not like we got a ton of pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Our secondary locked them down where Patrick Mahomes had nowhere to go with the ball. Our secondary didn't do that in this game. That's the difference. And it's either you double, t- and that's when they only had Cooper cup. <laughs> that's all yep. they had yep. one guy. Yep. Yep. And, and I mean, the, I gotta, I gotta say one thing about
1: the Bengals defense. They really were incredible in the run game. they they just, oh, they stack. Absolutely. Them up. DJ and, reader balled out. So you gotta be, I mean, so you gotta find a way to push that back inside. One of their ways is taking away their top guy. And the Bengals just didn't do that. I mean, it, and again, credit Cooper Cup's one of the best in the in the league, and Absolutely. you know, and, and so, and that's what's got to be remembered, especially when you go back all the way down the field, and Eli Apple still finds himself on Cooper Cup one on one a lot. Wants to a lot of y'all, a lot of you know, Bengals Twitter and, and, and around the league, and rightfully so, wants to dump all over Eli Apple. I understand that. I, yeah. I he deserves a good amount of it, but. He should have never have been on Cooper Cup. We right. talked about this back and forth quite a bit. The Bengals, I, or Eli Apple is a second string corner. That's mm-hmm.
0: just what he is. That's he's what he's supposed to have been here. That's, that's what That's what Wayne's was supposed, was supposed to be. I love you yeah, know, too, Charles. Yeah, I love you too, Charles. Wayne's is supposed to be our, our number yeah, one Wayne's guy. He's supposed to be there. Right. You know, so, I mean, Eli, Eli Apple, was never supposed to be but he played really good this year. I played mean, way Eli past Apple. his potential.
1: Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And people forget that that's what that's why he's still there, and you know that's why he's you know so relevant, and why he's been so loud on Twitter, and I mm-hmm. I, I get it. And like like I said, as long as he we're winning, I, you know, yeah.
0: I mean, which which, Eli Apple. I mean, he everybody's dumping on Eli Apple on Twitter. He was talking a lot of smack before, so you was talk
1: he it. deserves it.
0: Yeah, you're gonna talk it like you did before, And then you you play like that, and you got to take it. So you he know, knows. That's, he knows. that's kind of on him. So you know, he knows. Yep. Yeah, but that being said,
1: that, that should that should have never have happened. No. That no. that he, he should, should have not, been on him. Right. Yeah. Anybody else anybody else should have been on. Him. But to be fair, that being said, anybody else, any other corner in the NFL against Cor- Cooper Cup one on one in the corner of the end zone, I mean, is going to lose is going to lose that match. So I mean, let's not let's not be
0: like, oh, Eli Apple got mossed. Most of the NFL would have. Right. So let's 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 nope. let's ease it back here. One thing I want to talk about too. Let's talk about the the first touchdown that, that OBJ got. It, it was against Eli Apple. And the thing is, (laughs) if you watch that play, Eli Apple has his hand in there. OBJ Mm -hmm. switches it from one hand to the next in a second. And if he just would have kept it in the in the left hand, I think it was, Apple rips it out. I mean, it 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 was that close. (laughs) Like everything I keep saying, that close. That's how close the Bengals were to making plays. They just didn't. All the plays that they yeah, that's what hurts. All the plays that made the
1: most.
0: Yeah, all the plays they made in, in the playoffs that won our way. I can't even say they didn't all go our way because we tur- got the turnover battle. We got the interceptions. It's just when it came down to crunch time, they just didn't make the plays that they did before to win the games. Right. Their execution lacked, especially on the
1: final two drives, because let's be honest, even when the Rams scored a, a touchdown, you're thinking on that back in your mind, Oh, wait, the Rams missed a field goal, and we're only down by three. Right. So, yeah. it, it, and everybody in, in my house and everybody, I went, all right, everybody were like, we're fine. Like, we can do this. It's a minute 28 with two timeouts left. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is what we're made for. This is yep. it right here. Mm-hmm. This is why you have Joe Burrow. This is why you drafted Jamar Chase. And this is why you're already in the Super Bowl. But obviously, the execution just lacked, and it just continued from the final five drives. And again, credit to the Rams defense. They have a great defense. I'm not saying that. No. That that being said, that being said, the shots were open. The Bengals had chances all the way down the field. Mm -hmm.
0: And play calling and
1: execution late
0: down the stretch killed this team. Get that off. I I keep I'm gonna bang this the whole time. Get that offensive line. I know I'm like a broker record, but you get that offensive line fix and you give Joe Burrow time, he hits Chase. I guarantee you, he—it's at least we're in field goal range, if not a damn touchdown. Well, it's a different—I
1: mean, it's a different—it's a different style of offense, a different style. Of
0: yeah, and then let's just look at when the when the offensive line held up against the Chiefs. What they did there—I mean, you can't deny when the offensive line holds up, this offense balls out. It does. You know? I agree. I, no, agree. I mean, that's that's just I where I, I keep—I—I I, I hate to sound like a broken record. <laughs> I well, agree. That's the the biggest freaking thing in this offseason they got to fix is that damn offensive line. And I and I do not disagree with taking Jamar Chase. I, I don't. But no. It no, would have no. nice if they could have gotten like Kevin Zeitler or somebody like that at, at right guard. I would rather have had him, you know, and, and draft Jackson Carmen and and let him develop. You know, that would have been better, but they didn't do that. I don't know why they didn't do that because they really believed in Jackson Carmen. And let's be honest, I mean, I've given Duke Tobin and everybody a lot of praise, but that was right now that was a miss with Jackson miss. You got yeah. to say that—that's a I miss. Agree. I mean, you could uh, you could have, uh, but the thing is too, if they don't necessarily, if they don't trade back, they don't get Evan McPherson. So, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, they missed right. with him. You can do the right, right. You can Do the math on that whole and thing, that, and, and that right. could go into the- that, that. thats why I hate Monday morning quarterback. If you did this, well, this would happen. If you did, that, you know, it's, yeah, it's you know, it is what it is.
1: We lost. It's. I'm I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Monday morning head coach here. <laughs> and Monday morning play caller here. Twice, twice they did this in this in the Super Bowl, which they have done this entire year and has not worked. Mm-hmm. It is the play that easily if you went back through you you and I if you and I went back and went through all of our podcasts and said, What does Josh complain about the most? It is dives to some P. Ryan. Mm-hmm. It it is the bane of my existence. It is is something that has been holding this Bengals team back. And for some some reason, Zach Teller felt the need to run the ball with Samaj P. Ryan on a third and one in the Super Bowl with your best back that you just extended for four years that is having a great game, that is getting hot. He's sitting on the sideline watching.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. A I, guy I, 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 that I don't is, know why he's not there.
1: The guy that has been here before, an integral locker room guy, a guy that has been a part of nothing but reshaping and, and, and getting this franchise back to where it needs to be. And you give it to Samaj J. P. Ryan. That is that is unacceptable. Borderline. I mean, I I again Zach Taylor went from six twenty-five and one to um, where he is now, 11 and six, <laughs> 11 and six. But if he would have pulled that shit in the regular season against Kansas city, or if he would have pulled that shit against, you know, what the Raiders people would consider it a fireable offense.
0: Yeah. I mean, it is one thing you brought up, brought up my, on my show. And, and this is something that worked a lot in the Kansas city chiefs game is the screens. We we barely saw any screens. I don't know. I agree with you. I don't know why some RJ is in there. I, I don't disagree. If you if you give that ball to Mixon, I don't disagree with the call because it's third and one or whatever, or, th- or third and two or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah but dude, running dude, to dude. the right side of the
1: uh, running to the right side of the line where Aaron freaking Donald is, right? Is yeah, probably not a smart either. Probably, yeah, <laughs>
0: probably not smart idea. I mean, not Wherever. smart. Smart yeah. idea. It, it's just, it. I don't know why. Either way, Mixon should have been out there. I don't know why he wasn't. I, and I will. I, yeah, you have to question Zach on that. Yes, it, it, he's done it all year. I don't know why he's done it. I, I don't have an answer. <laughs> it hasn't. It's worked sometimes. More often than not, it hasn't. You're paying Mixon that kind of kind of money. He's got to be out there on th- third downs. you know. That, and that was the, the thing they said when they signed him and they let Giovanni Bernard go. That Mixon's going to be a th- every down back. And he was for the most part, except for the biggest play of the season, and you don't put him in. So I agree with you, Josh. I don't know why he wasn't in there. He should have been. I, I, it's, it's time you know, to, I and listen and listen. Samaje so, and Samajay has had
1: a good season this year. I'm not saying he hasn't. He is one of the reasons why we are in the Super Bowl. He made yeah. the play against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not saying that, right? But we need to find another second down back.
0: I want to see. Well, I, I want to see Chris Evans. I, 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 I think. Right? I yeah. think
1: he's the. I think yeah. he's the guy. I yeah. think I do. And number two, Joe Mixon has to be out there on third downs. For some reason, we feel the need to not have him out there on third downs. Joe Mixon is a bona fide third down back. Absolutely. Keep him in the game.
0: Because yeah, then I, teams
1: still have to scheme around just him
0: being in the game. Right. No, I guess I, like I, I agree with you. And I think future-wise, I think Chris Evans will be our third down back. But I do agree with you. Mixon should be out there. You're paying him to be out there. You know, yeah. That's why you pay him the $11 million or whatever he's making this year. Is to be an every down back. He wants to do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't answer that. John. I, why he's doing why he's not out there. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I would. But the thing is, too, and I said this on my show. I wish that the replay refs would have at least take a look at that, 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 that spotting of it. the ball. See, because it. It, it looked, I mean, I don't know if he, I don't think he got it. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't think he got it. But it was so close. It's the Super Bowl. It's worth a review. Right. Worth taking a second look at it. It's the freaking Super Bowl. you got to get this stuff right. And th- we, that goes back to what we said about the, the, the flags at the end of the game. Yep. I, I don't understand. It's the Super Bowl. Why do you ref it one way the entire game? And then when it comes down to crunch time, then you decided to do something. Then you just said, oh, we got to get involved now. That doesn't make any sense. But then when you have a third one and, you know, it, it, he may or may not got it. like, again, I put my hand. I don't think he got it, but it's worth a review. Why? Why do we have a replay if we're not going to freaking use it, for, especially for the biggest play in the game for the Bengals?
1: Yeah, I think uh, yeah, that was. It. I agree with you, but he I mean, it could have been a stop the clock issue or kind of thing. Maybe they just didn't see it right away. I'm with you. It's the biggest game of the year. You might as well review it. I think again, the most egregious non-review, and again, this is to be blamed on the Bengals coaching staff, which is why I think personally, that's where most of the fingers should go to. Is that the fact that on the first Jamar Chase, giant play, where he makes that ridiculous grab. He is not even close. He's not even close to touchdown on that play. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's not even close. Yeah. And he gets to the three-yard line, mm-hmm. and they spot the ball at the 11-yard line, mm-hmm. and there was no challenge for it. Mm-hmm. And the Bengals ended up getting a field goal out of that. If you get a touchdown out of that, it is an entirely different ball game. The officiating crew missed it, and the Bengals coaching staff missed it. And that is
0: shameful. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you're going to put the, the blame on the coaching staff. They lost. I mean, it, it, you're going to put the blame on the team that loses. They're, the players could have done something better. The coaching staff could have done something better. It's always going to go that way. And, yes, you're right. They they should have reviewed that. They should have threw a flag. But it's that's egregious. That's, yeah, a, I, 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 that's I, just I, not paying attention. And the thing is, well, the thing is it's worth and See, I'm not exactly totally sure he didn't get touched because uh, the guy could have touched him, i have to go back and watch it again. But either way, it's worth a challenge. It's worth throwing it out there and see what happens. I mean, if you're gonna go for it on fourth down in the middle of the field at the beginning of the game, and you're gonna be that aggressive, why aren't you that ag- aggressive in throwing the flag out there and see if you, if you get the extra extra yards there? So
1: Agreed. that's
0: where that's the one issue that Zach has done a lot, where he's aggressive at some points and then he kind of gets pulled back a little bit. And that's where I think he's gotten better at that as the season comes comes has gone along. But that for that instance right there, yeah, you should have threw the flag and see what the heck, what happened.
1: Yeah, and, and yeah, right, absolutely, and that and, and you know that's that's Zach, and then that's a lot of of, of the Bengal of the upstairs of the offense coordinator and the game specialist and the defense coordinator for not catching that. That is, just, I mean, it is it is criminal. But anyway, that being said, uh, you you mentioned uh, one really huge part in the game is the Bengals going for it on the fifty yard line after they mm-hmm. just uh, stuffed the Rams. I wanted to get your opinion on the idea to go for it for me personally I was for it let's go we'll go for it if you're going to win the game you got to be aggressive I said that and while the play calling the play call wasn't my favorite or my really wasn't my favorite call um I I still am I still like the idea of going for it there you got to be aggressive I'm fine with that. Yeah, I agree. I,
0: I, it sucked not own, getting it, but yeah, it sucked not getting it. I don't think, and the thing is, I was worried that it was going to come back to haunt us, and I don't really think it did. Yes, they they end up scoring on the next, one. but we came back and scored. We had the lead going into the into the fourth quarter. It was so, a forgettable part of the game. Yes, so no, but I, no. but I, I, we had so many, and I love Marvin Lewis. We had him for so many years. He would never go for it. I want a coach who's going to go for it, especially in the Super Bowl. You, it's this is it. You lose, you go home. You know, you're done. Balls out. Let's go for it. Let's try to try to get this you know get this thing going yeah. and, and get it to a fast start. And that's what they tried to do. They wanted to get to a fast start. Joe Burrow said that, and that's why I think a lot of that led to trying to go for it on fourth down to try and trying to get that fast start, trying to get that lead first. And if it worked, great. It didn't. I'm still I'm still fine with going for it. I'm fu- I'm definitely fine with going for it. And and then
1: also, I, I mean, I go back to this. When you you can when a fan base complains a lot about their coach being aggressive and not, or not being aggressive enough when he is aggressive and he does do right. things like that and it doesn't work you cannot go back on your word and exactly. say he was being too aggressive mm-hmm. that is exactly what we have wanted him to do if he would have right. punted the ball and then they would have already went down and scored it would have been it would have been a it would have been like
0: oh he should have gone for it oh right. he should have gone for yeah. it that, that that's yeah. where I can't stand. I was but, fine with it. I'm yeah. not a fan of the play call, though. I, 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 I yeah, that's where I can't stand the morning morning quarterback. Because I'm like everybody, because it's easy to complain about it. Because you know the outcome, <laughs> you right, know. Right. That, that's when they, I just have a hard time with that, and I just get tired. Well, that yeah, should have done this. Well, of course you're going to say that because it didn't work. <laughs> you know, right? Exactly. That, that, so, but I I will take a coach that goes for it. Every time I, I want I want the aggressive coach. I don't want as aggressive coach as the Chargers coach who went for yeah, fourth down like five yeah. times and didn't get any yeah. of them. <laughs> but it's you criminal. know, be, be smart about it. You know, I'll I'll say that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, Jeff, we, we we talk about it a little bit here, and you know, one of the things about this game, and uh sorry guys, we're gonna have to go here probably about five minutes. We're gonna try to wrap it up here soon. Um bearcats are on, baby. Bearcats are on, yeah. And uh, we are, there's going to be a quick little announcement after. And Jeff okay. are here. Um, but Jeff, I mean, like, what hurts worse, the
0: loss in the Super Bowl or the fact that the season's over? So you asked me that on my show. And I, I never thought about that. That's that's a really good, really good question. Mm. And the more I've thought about it, it's it's. Yes, the loss hurts. It sucks, but it's the final and, and what uh, c- compounds that is the final finalization of the season's over. We, you know, we had the greatest Bengals season we've had in 40 years. Greatest Bengals season you've ever seen in your entire life. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so so that sucks about it. It's bam, it's over. Yeah. And, you know, we had so much fun tailgating at Bengal gyms and mm-hmm. hanging out, and you yep. go doing the the uh, the, the stripe squad, mm-hmm. and 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 go on on the road. I believe I had to go on and watch them beat Tennessee, and and met so many people this year. And it's, I mean, we had K. Adams come there. Yeah, we, we 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 had a uh, uh, commissioner Yaz was there. We had so many people come from out of town to the game. Got to meet so many people, yep. and it was so fun. Yep. And it's over,
1: over. <laughs> just like that. So. Uh,
0: yeah, like so tips. it's it's not – to me, it's not one or the other. It's more of a combination. It's got to be a combination. of Yeah, it sucks. We lost. I, I hate that. But it's, it's a finality. that It's done until next September, you know, and I, I love summer. I want it to get warm. I'm tired of being cold, but I'll take the cold if we get to go through a bagel season like this and we finish it off next year with a Super Bowl victory. Which
1: is, again, like is two things that now not only, Jeff, are we predicting is going to happen – we're expecting it to. Ha- we're yes. expecting it to happen. We're expecting that's, to be back. We're expecting so to be cool. the best in the AFC. Mm-hmm. That's we're that's expecting so cool the season.
0: Yeah. That that's what I this think, season brought.
1: Yeah, I, right. I I think this season brought that. I think again, having Joe Burrow as your quarterback does that for you. Like as long as this guy is here, we know that our our front office is going to be aggressive, and we are. And you know that the core is still here, and you think every single game you're going into, you're going to think you're the better team. You're going to win. And going into the AFC North, we caught it. We're expecting to either sweep the division or, you know, seven, and one, this year. seven, yeah. one,
0: six and two. Right. Yeah. And one, one thing I want to bring with, with a good point what you said too, is jackpot. Joey has not only changed the culture of this, of this team, of this organization, he's changed everything about it. He's changed the, their thought process. I mean, it's, he is so singly minded focused on one thing. He wants to win championships. And I think that has gotten to Mike Brown, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. To 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 change his thinking, to change the way they operate. I mean, because mm-hmm. you know, Joe is is in there. We we need to get off its line. You know, this 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 is we didn't get off its line, we would could have won this for, this thing. Yeah, you know, that that is the singular focus, and I think Joe Burrow is so focus on that and so driven on that that has changed everything and you if you can change the direction of the way mike brown thinks that's unbelievable and i think that's what joe burrow has, has done for this organization that's what jeff, we have to look forward to jeff you are an
1: absolute always a pleasure to have on here man i really appreciate it. i wish we can go longer I'd like to have boy. thank you i appreciate it. definitely <laughs> wearing my jackpot joey hat yes sir. i got from jeff which is yes, great sir. Uh, but anyway, Jeff, tell all the people where they can find you and what you're doing in
0: the offseason. Absolutely. You can uh follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all other sports with strawberry ice. I go live on my YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice, every single day, Monday through Friday at 530, unless I go down to the Bengals and watch them come home like I did yesterday and I just live stream. So that's why I tell everybody, make sure you subscribe because I might go live sometimes you don't know. But I am live every every single day, Monday through Friday at 530. Please make sure you you like, subscribe, and share. Follow me on Twitter, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, everything. Josh, always a pleasure. Let's go watch the bearcats. Let's do that. Jeff,
1: again, thank you so much for coming on and a big solid who day to you and, who and, day, a, bro. and a and a hell of a, a hell of a season. So Absolutely. uh that being said, Jeff again at Jeff H Friendable on Twitter. You again, s- excuse me, cite sports with strawberry ice. On podcast, pretty much wherever you can find a podcast, go look pretty at much. it. Much great podcast. We had a great conversation a little bit earlier. Got into a little bit of a fight, but it was all, it's all, it's all, it's all for love.
0: It's, it's, it's all, all love, man. We we love our team. We're passionate. It's been about a long. It's been a long season. It's been a
1: long <laughs> season. So anyway, let's get to a, a little bit of an announcement here. So last year, when the season was over, I pretty much took maybe a week or two, and then I was done. That is not going to happen this year. We are going to go completely through the entire year this year. We're going to still keep going Tuesday, Thursday, but here's the fun thing. It's not going to just all be Bengals. We have Bearcats basketball. We have Xavier basketball. We have the Reds to talk about. We well, got other well, sports. The Reds, Reds aren't playing right now. Well, we got, we got, we got lockout to talk about. Okay. We okay. To talk about we just <laughs> just news, just news when eventually they come back, which is ridiculous. And then we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, golf. We'll talk, we'll get a little bit more into gambling. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have some, we'll have a lot of fun. So this the back row Bengals train still continues. We're still going to try to get as many great guests as we can on as possible, but none greater than Strawberry Ice. Strawberry Aww. again, thanks for coming on, buddy.
0: No problem, Josh. Always appreciate it, brother. Who day? Uh- Hooday! day.
1: This has been the Back Row Cincinnati Bengals show, all brought to you by fansided.com. Go over there, read my blogs. I have a brand new one out talking about how Jamar Chase is the best receiver, is not will be, is the best receiver in Bengals history. Thank you all again for a great season. Thank you all again for great numbers, and it, it's been nothing but nothing but great time. So I appreciate all of you. Good day. I'll see you on Thursday. Peace.